When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to The Tint, a podcast dedicated to the lovers of natural aquariums, biotopes, and pretty much everything that's an aquarium, really. But uh, our unique take on things is hopefully what's brought you here, and I'm here to keep you here. My name is Scott Fillman. I'm your host. And today we're going to talk about uh, kind of an interesting thought that I had. Um, as a lot of you probably know by now, I've never been one to hold back on expressing how I feel about the aquarium hobby and you know topics related to it. Occasionally, I get these little realizations that I like to share with you, and the beauty of having a podcast or a blog of your own is that you have no editor to say, dude, this idea isn't fully thought out, or are you sure that that's what you mean? Like, no filter, no safety net, put the idea out there and people either skewer you alive or it touches them in some way. So hopefully today, this will touch you in some sort of way. I'm thinking about an idea that's been formulated in my head for some time, I hope I'm articulating it in a way that gets you thinking, that encourages you instead of provokes, pounds, sounds positive, pounds a positive agenda in your head instead of negative, but you never know. So here goes. So lately I've been receiving a lot of emails and, you know, messages from hobbyists who are in the process of planning an aquarium around a very specific concept or a theme. And the ideas I'm seeing and hearing about are really cool. And sure, hobbyists have been coming to me with ideas for cool displays for as long as Tannin Aquatics has been around. It's pretty cool. Yet this is a little different. We've had a few years of hobbyists just sort of trying to figure out this whole twigs and nuts thing and learning how botanicals impact aquariums, trying to grasp the aesthetic, the process, and making those mental shifts that are required for you to be successful. And now we're kind of out of this does it work phase or can I handle this look phase and evolving towards more of a, how can I utilize natural materials to execute this next idea I have mindset? It's huge, it's different, it's a real shift. It's sort of an act, you know, pursuing a botanical style aquarium when you think about it, when you pursue it to its logical ends, to see how to create something, you know, that you've had in your heads for a while. Um, There's that, aha, I can use whatever to recreate that, whatever biotope or habitat I've been looking at, and I love that. Now, it's not like the idea of planning an aquarium is like a new earth-shattering concept. However, the idea of looking at a habitat or some type of an aquatic approach and considering how to apply this abundance we have of interesting materials now is sort of evolved now in the last few years. And stuff's more readily available. It's more understood. We have the technique down. We made those mental shifts to understand what happens. I think it's tapped into something cool out there in the fish world. And I think, at least in my mind, it's exposed some things that really kind of bring it to the forefront, the need to up our game a little bit. For example, I see a lot of aquariums, you know, that hobbyists are putting out there on YouTube or whatever, which is awesome, and they supposedly represent a specific ecological niche or whatever, and yet offering seemingly authoritative information, which is, well, completely wrong. And most of it has to do with including features or materials which are simply incongruent with the habitat in question. Stuff that, while artistically awesome, is completely at odds with the reality of the habitat that that the person is supposedly trying to represent. Now, why is this a problem? 
Now, I wouldn't call it a problem, but I will suggest it's something that needs to be addressed. I just worry that we're a little bit too caught up in the superficial aspects of this type of thing, too caught up in putting out a picture and not enough about educating in the process. I mean, it's great that we're sharing, but it carries with it a certain responsibility because we shouldn't, despite our best intentions, espouse facts about a habitat on the most superficial level and then put forth this pictures of a work that's simply not accurate on the most fundamental level because there's enough inaccurate information out there and we as hobbyists have a little responsibility to educate whether we like it or not it's reality look you don't have to be phd accurate but the effort to explain interpretate and to provide authenticity on just about every level should be addressed interpretation is one thing yet presenting stuff with authority requires an extra step of course, you can consider the fact that many of the exact materials specific to a certain, you know, habitat or biotope are simply not available to us as hobbyists, and we have to address and u- that and utilize the materials that represent those. So if you want to judge every aquarium on the basis of being absolutely 100% faithful to the flora and fauna, you know, of some specific habitat or geographic region, pretty much every tank's going to fall short. On the other hand, if you want to accept most of these aquariums as representations of certain habitats, and most are spectacularly accurate and compelling in every way, inspiring, educating, and provoking discussion about the habitat they represent. That's a good thing. There's something extremely inspiring here, and romantic in a way. Yeah, romantic, and the definition of romantic is characterized by or suggestive of an idealized view of reality. Naturally, I have to implore everyone to enjoy the hobby the way you want it, not trying to change you know, the way you enjoy things. However, I just have to humbly request that if you're creating an aquarium that you assert to be a realistic representation of a blackwater stream habitat in the Amazon, for example, please do at least some due diligence, you know, in researching the actual habitat and make the effort to understand not only the superficial look, the vibe, but the function and the dynamics which affect the habitat. That'll affect your choices of materials that you use and perhaps even the aesthetic that you create. Now, I can hear the groans already. So, Felman, you're saying that unless someone becomes an expert on a habitat and does things that are perfectly, you know, representative of this habitat, that's a bad thing. No, 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 no. I'm not. That's not what I'm getting at. I'm merely suggesting that we try not to get too lost in the romance aspect of the habitat and the sexiness of the tank and how how awesomely Instagram ready it is without at least giving a bit of thought to the functional aspects which make the habitat so compelling and unique in the first place. I mean... Does the agapo habitat you're trying to recreate really have rocks in it? Actually, it doesn't typically. And why not? Doesn't that have something to do with the geology and the conditions under which this habitat actually formed? Yeah, it does. And there's reasons for it which are quite interesting, compelling, and important to share with others who maybe have never even heard of this habitat. Being just a bit accurate with details like this really makes it that much better. And perhaps it will inspire others to find out more. I'm just saying to dive a little deeper, not to go crazy and split hairs or anything, but to at least understand and perhaps execute in a manner that more accurately reflects the environmental niche that you're trying to recreate in your aquarium. Because it does matter. It matters to the hobby, to the environment. It's an admittedly romantic notion, I suppose, but I think it's something we should think about. So if you are romantic about it, stay romantic, but stay diligent, stay accurate, Stay creative and stay honest. And most important of all, stay wet. Till next time, I'm Scott Feldman. Thanks very much for joining us today. And I hope you got a little food for thought. We look forward to seeing you again on the next podcast. Thanks a lot. Mm-hmm.